I'm Greg Miller, and you're listening to Rabbit Hole Media. It kind of sounds gross, but I don't think it is. Hello and welcome to Press Star episode 118, your weekly video game podcast and the first of 2021 right here on Rabbit Hole Media. I am one of your hosts, Christian Lasham, and as always and as usual, I'm joined by the Jeremy Clarkson of video games, Jack Netley Thompson. Good evening, Jack. How are you? Hello. I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you? Um, I, I, I was doing really well. Um, and then as soon as this stream has started, for some reason... The frame rate seems to have gone like craziness on my end. Can someone watching the stream please just confirm whether or not it's the me or whether or not it's the everything? Because <laughs> I don't know. For some I like reason, it when this stuff happens because it just goes. It's just another big fuck you from Jesus. Isn't it? <laughs> it's just the thing is like this is the first one of the year, and all evening I've just been plagued with technical issues so far, and so have you. Yep. 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 To the point where I am now a ghost. Yeah, you but... still look a little overexposed. I thought I'd got that better. Yeah. But um, there you go. This is Press Start, your weekly video game podcast right here on Rabbit Hole Media. If you like what you're doing and what you're doing is watching us, you can follow us on Twitter at rabbithole underscore UK. You can subscribe to us on YouTube where you can see us anytime that you wish. I'm going to interject my rigmarole to ask Rich a question. Rich, I need to know, is it just my video that's out of sync or is it everyone's? I know there's jutteriness. I can see that, but I don't know what's causing it. If you could let me know if Jack is juttery and out of sync, that'd be just you. Yeah, good, wonderful, great. I don't know. Do we, right. Do I just part with that? I don't know what to do. <laughs> this is unprecedented. Um, what can you do? I mean, all I can do is try and reset the camera, and hopefully that fixes it. I mean, you can give it a go. It's your call. Right, you entertain the folks. Everybody. It's fixed itself. It looks like it's fixed itself. Can people in the... <laughs> this is a great start to 2021. <laughs> Can people confirm whether or not I'm I'm back? I'm good. Great. Fucking wonderful. This is Press Start, your weekly video game podcast right here on Rabbit Hole Media. If you like what you're doing or what you're doing is watching us, you can follow us on Twitter at rabbithole underscore UK. You can subscribe to us on YouTube where you can see us anytime that you wish. You can follow us on Twitch at Rabbit Hole Media and you can subscribe and follow on multiple different podcast services on and around the internet. Indeed. And now you can follow us on Instagram at rabbitholemedia underscore UK for all the behind the scenes tits and bits. If you would like to support us, you can head to merch.rabbitholemedia.co.uk where you can buy a wide range of merchandise that will only get wider and finally. If you are watching us live on Twitch and are an Amazon Prime member, you get one free Twitch Prime membership a month. Please find it within your hearts to give that free membership to us. It will not cost you a penny. It will go a long way in helping us bring you the shows that you love. It is also now worth noticing that we have set up rewards for being a Twitch Prime member. So you will get... Or just a Twitch. Or just, yeah. Percy, Percy, Percy. Yes. Um, you will get exclusive emotes and exclusive badges the longer you are subscribed to us, as well as access to all of our previous videos on Twitch. And coming soon, when we get enough of you 
a few subscriber-only streams and subscriber-only chats as well. So it is worth your while in being involved. And as I say, if you're an Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime member, it won't cost you anything. So you may as well sync up those accounts um, and give them to us. It will help us a lot. Jack. Hello. Um, <laughs> I would like... Before we begin properly, I just would like you to tell me about yourself because, you know, this is the first show in a few weeks. We've been off for Christmas. Um, we then put everything back a little bit a week later than what we were going to be just while we sorted out a few bits and bobs and things we were adding in for the year. Um, it's his first week back. It's been a while. Talk to me, man. Talk to me. How's things? Unbridled stress and misery. <laughs> Nothing's changed then. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm more stressed and miserable. <laughs> Just unbridled shit every day. There's a new reason. What? Oh, good. Another national lockdown. Oh, good. You still have to fucking go to work. Oh, good. You need to find a place to go. Oh, good. CarPlay stopped working. Oh, good. All this, that, and the other. And I'm honestly curious what tomorrow brings and what makes me go, oh, good. <laughs> Well, I imagine as the evening goes on, I'm going to continuously complain about this chair, which every now and then, at some point tonight, I guarantee you, I will just drop because <laughs> there's something, something wrong with the thing. I was sat here earlier because I'm working, for, working from home at the moment and I'm working from in here to give myself kind of like a workspace and I have my laptop. Have you not thought about using the other chair? Sorry, just to interject. Now, Committer was using the other chair at the time, otherwise I would have done, but I was just sat in here typing away and just slowly my chair started lowering but it was weird because it was lowering so slowly and because I was focused on the laptop screen it created this weird optical illusion where it looked like the rest of the room was raising up around me and it, I just it made me feel really really uh off center and yes Jack does have it worse really? but I'm not going to highlight that to him and make him even more miserable <laughs> uh um well, it's been done now, so we may as well harp on about it. I suppose. <laughs> Let's all talk about how miserable Jack is. Um, with Less miserable, mind. more stressed. It's more just stressed. Like, I look around and go, if I have to leave, where the fuck is that going to go? Now, oh, yeah. this requires a story that I'm not going to tell, but I can see a pair of handcuffs hanging on my wall. But where are they going to go? That sounds like a story for a different day. That will be a subscriber-only story. Subscribe to Twitch to find out <laughs> all about Jack. You will be disappointed. You <laughs> will be. <laughs> Jack, I have a question for you, which I ask regularly on this show, but haven't asked in a few weeks. What have you been playing? Uh, it's been a few weeks. But it's still Valhalla. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how are you? How are you finding it now that you're much further in? Not that you weren't far in anyway, but that much further in. There are. I'm at this point. I'm still enjoying the game, but I'm growing more and more concerned that there is no ramping to an end. Yeah, that's basically where I was getting a few weeks We're ago. We're not ramping up to an end, and I'm 65 hours in. Mm -hmm. I feel no closer than I did yesterday. Before I put the 10 hours in I put yesterday, I yep. had a very unbusy day. Other than, I literally, yesterday was filled with Vikings on in the background while I hunted down emails and wrote an email, mm -hmm. and then 10 hours of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> that was my day. But I still feel no closer, other than the map is getting more filled 
and yes. my armor is getting more shiny. Yes. Yeah, so that I, I texted you a couple of weeks ago about Valhalla saying I'm starting to get to the point where I'm feeling like it's nearing on outstaying its welcome. And that's basically the situation yeah. I was in where it's like, I don't feel like this is coming to a close. How? Where are you, where are you? Where are you in the in the world? So obviously, I know we did some bits in a different order. I've literally been doing them, the areas in number order. Okay. So like, what's the next lowest level? Yep. And going up. So I've just done Jorvik and Urvik Shear. So you've still got quite a few places to go to, including like Winchester, Snottinghamshire. I've still got Snottingham to do. I'm in the one that has too many syllables. Uh Glowercestershire or something. Gloucestershire is what it actually is, but yes. <laughs> yes. No, no. Whatever no. they call Glower it. Glowercestershire. Glowercestershire, yeah. You have to be subscribed to unsubscribe. Ha! Burn! <laughs> Burn! <laughs> so I, I've, I've gotten to the point now where I'm, I've only got one area left to pledge if you will, and it's much higher than where I am, than my, what my power level is, and I've got myself yeah. kind of stuck because of it. Yeah, what you I were will, telling me about your What I will tell you is, you're <laughs> given an option shortly um, mm -hmm. to do a different... So there'll be a point where you go back to Ranvi, and then you're suddenly yeah. given an option to do something else, or carry on with what you were doing. I won't tell you what anything... Oh, you mean, you mean the more intel mission? No. Where you've got to speak to hide them, and then it basically wants you to go and investigate Winchester. No, not that one. So you've got a little not way to go still. Then before you it, get there, you'll need to do Win you'll need to do Winchester first. Once you've done that, oh, you will then get the option to do something with um, I can't remember his name, Sigurd. When you're given the option to do something with Sigurd, then you can clearly see yourself getting more towards Endgame. Um, but as I said, I'm in a situation where I went to the final area, which is power 340, and I'm like power level 210, and I'm basically stuck. So I'm in a what what I believe is like an end game final mission, and it's very mm -hmm. very hard. And I'm yeah. I can't do it. I'm just not skilled as a player or high enough stats to really do it easily. I've not gotten through it. And it does not let me leave it, assuming because it is kind of like a point of no return style mission. And I think this might be it. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get around it. Yeah. I'm not too worried about that. I'm already level like 246 and right. I'm miles behind where you are. Yeah. Well, at first, so I got, about levels. at first I got stuck on a boss fight there and I was like, well, this is it. And then I eventually just figured out the boss fight. I just figured out what I needed to do and I got through it. So potentially it'll be the same thing with this, but I've not yet had like enough time to just sit down and work it out. I've only had dribs and drabs to play, which isn't long enough to try and get through something like that. So I'm kind of stuck there at least until tomorrow when I've got a day off and can hopefully put a few more hours into it. But potentially that might be my time of Assassin's Creed for a done. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, because I've been watching Vikings at the same time, so everything, my life has become Nordic. Um, <laughs> to the point where I was even drinking out of a 
one of the glasses that I may or may not have taken without permission from a pub. And for a Copperberg one, which is obviously in Scandinavian descent, and it just says skull at the bottom, which is obviously their word for cheers. And yeah. I was like, why is everything Viking in my life right now? But also... It's not the worst thing. No, no, definitely not. Vikings are awesome. But I'm also, I, I just thought that the show Vikings was complete, complete fiction. And obviously it's fictionalized, mm-hmm. obviously. But there are characters in Vikings that are in <laughs> Valhalla. I'm like, what? <laughs> they just keep showing up. The talk, there's a, a big thing about Ragnar Lothbrook and all of his sons and all this, that, and the other, and they're the main characters of Vikings. I'm like, what is going on? To the point where we had someone just come into the chat the other day and say Bjorn Ironside, which is a character in both <laughs> Valhalla and the thing. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can understand. I'm, I can imagine that. I'm learning. Amalgamation what, what? of both bits of content can be a little bit. It's a bit overwhelming. I'm seeing it everywhere. I see it as I go. And um, I don't know why I found it so shocking that people in Assassin's Creed were real when they've been doing that from the fucking (laughs) get-go. Like, Leonardo da Vinci is in in one of them. Yeah. Still didn't win an Oscar. Um, He's real. That joke deserves a lot more credit. Um, (laughs) With that in mind... Um, your situation with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, are you still finding it your favourite Assassin's Creed game so far? Yeah. Cool. Nice and to the point. I have also been playing <laughs> um, over the Christmas period. Um, I was a cuck and I bought, <laughs> and I bought FIFA 21. <laughs> Basically. To be fair, we shall explain, because I did the exact same thing, thing with Call of Duty. Yeah. So let's get ourselves off the hook here. <laughs> Day drinking is dangerous, children. Day, day drinking is dangerous. Um, day drinking and it being given the money. purchases of mildly <laughs> wanted games. Day, day drinking combined with PlayStation sales and being given money. <laughs> oh, do you want to know another fucking typical thing? Go on. This thing that I've just bought. Oh. This thing that I've just bought right here. Yeah, it's the Ezio collection on Assassin's Creed and PS4. It is. It is because it wasn't in the January sale. And I thought, you know what? I've got a voucher for Amazon and I only have to put like a pound towards it. Six quid cheaper than what I paid for it on the PlayStation store right now. Welcome to the world. Every time. Every goddamn time. Anyway, my favorite story. So what is my hair <sighs> doing? Was cri- it, was, hair. it was Christmas Day. Um... Not a creature was stirring. I obviously had been day drinking um, Christmas Day. And I was just browsing through the PlayStation Store sale, saw that FIFA was £30. Camilla's mum was present for Christmas Day and she had been struggling. I had asked for the DualSense charging station for Christmas and she said that she'd get it for me. And obviously because of everything has been going on, she wasn't able to get hold of one. And she was very apologetic the entire time that I've not been able to get hold of one. I've really been trying. And then she said, wait, that's £30. I was like, yeah, because I was sitting there arming and ahhing about it. And she went, do you want me just to get you that instead of the charging station I've not been able to get you? And I went, you can do that if you want. And she just sent me 30 quid. <laughs> and then I bought <laughs> oh, okay, it. Okay, fair enough. In which case, my situation is a little bit worse because you did it with someone else's money. I did do it with someone else's money. Um, but I, got it I did it pounds. with my money. 
And I, I, you've always moaned at me, but I've always enjoyed playing FIFA whenever I've played FIFA. I don't moan at you. I rib you. I think there's, I think there's a, there's a fair enough. Um, but you know, but I'm a fan of the football. I watched Crawley Town beat Leeds on the BBC today. It was very exciting. Um, you know, I've always enjoyed football. So I thought I'd give next gen FIFA a go. And I have to say, I haven't owned a FIFA since 2019. I did play FIFA 20 as a demo. They've done a very good job with the next gen version. There is definitely an improvement in visuals. You can see a much wider range of more detailed, realistic animations. Hair physics and stuff like that looks really, really good. Environmental things such as weather looks better than it's ever done. And their use of the haptics and the triggers, although a little bit irritating, is again really good. So things like each player, as they get more and more tired, typically in FIFA games, they've gotten slower. Now you also have to squeeze the triggers harder for them to sprint and stuff like that. Um, and it, yeah. it just feels, it feels really natural. It feels like they've done a really good job and you kind of more obviously notice, oh, I've just passed the ball to a player who is struggling. I'm going to get rid of this, you know, sub him or whatever. And um, they've done a really, really good job of it. And I'm really enjoying my little bit of playing with FIFA 21. But the big thing I want to talk about what I've been playing is a little game called Man Eater. Yes. Now, some of you would have been joining us on streams as we've been playing it, and I'll assume we'll continue playing next week as well. I don't know. It depends on whether... I'd say it depends on whether or not you want to play any in the meantime. I've or if you've I've been, been deliberately it, saving not, it for a stream game. So I've been deliberately not playing it to play it on stream because it's been a good stream game so far because it's kind of mindless. So it's the kind of yep. thing that you can just play casually whilst chatting to people and pissing around, so... We'll discuss it later. Um, but what I will Absolutely. say on Man Eater, and you can, if you are a Twitch subscriber, you can go back and look at our previous streams. If you've not subscribed, then tough shit. You know what to do. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, for what is essentially a hack and slash, essentially all it is from a game mechanics point of view, it's a, you go around, you collect some things, you kill some things, and killing things and collecting the appropriate amount of things moves you on to the next area. The controls are as simple as attack dodge attack dodge essentially um mm -hmm. it's really really very good fun um the what the ocean if you like not world is really interesting to explore there's lots of little areas everywhere it looks a little bit different there's lots of there's the little cave things obviously you can swim around and find different things and um it's really yeah really good in that sense lots of different types of fish and humans to eat um, and all that kind of stuff. It's just carnage. It's just really, really good fun. Carnage, hack and slash with some little comedy stuff along the way. Um, it's quite pretty to look at. It's not the best looking game ever made, but it's very colorful and cartoonish and stylized. It looks really good in 4K HDR. The colors look great. I don't know how that comes across on the stream, but on my TV, it looks really good. And I'm really, really yeah, enjoying it. Yeah, I'm getting it. a much lower res per version when, I when we're doing the streams. Yeah. But I, I'm really, really enjoying it, and I implore people to give it a go if they can. Um, but, but, I don't know whether or not I will do a trophy run on it. I was looking for the trophy list, and some of it looks a little bit, huh, because you have to, like, do everything. Yeah. And that might be a bit long. I don't know. One of those. One of those. It's one of those things that I'll kind of give it a go and see how it goes, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Uh, I will give it a go, but obviously because I'm watching it on the entire stream, I'm not going to give it a go straight away. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I've got so many fucking... Like, I've got Valhalla to play, Dirt I've been playing just as a kind of casual thing. And speaking of 
adapt annoying adaptive triggers good lord in hell <laughs> is that um, a bit of a finger workout that one it just yeah it just start, starts to hurt your wrist after a while because it's not a case of you have to keep pressing it it's, you've got to hold it oh, down I see. yeah so it's strange really trying to push against your finger and it's just like, well, i get what they were going for i do kind of wish there was an option to turn it off mm-hmm. um just because it's really like after a while it does start to put some strain on your wrist a little bit um inappropriate jokes go ahead but something about handcuffs something about wrists <laughs> but um yeah i've got so many games to get through valhalla uh i got my cyberpunk refund oh, so that's oh, gone look at you one of many um i've got spider-man remastered I've got the Ezio collection, and that's three games. And, you know, I kind yeah, of want to I still need to do Spider-Man Remastered, deals. and I want to try and Platinum Miles Morales, so I've got a lot to get through. Oh, yeah, I thought you did that. Nah. I was hoping um, the lockdown would mean I'd have more time at home, and I do, but I'm working during that time at home. So. Same. <laughs> so there you go. Jack. Yes. Should we do some vaguely planned news? Nah. Do we have a jingle for Vaguely Planned News? Yeah, I feel like we should do. Oh, yeah, I've got Phoenix as well. I've got so many games that I forgot about it. All right? Leave it out. Um, That's not very good. Obviously, we're a little bit late on this one because (laughs) of the nature of this week's episode and when it's going up. But the new um, Xbox Games for Gold for January 2021 have been announced. This month, if you are an Xbox... Live Gold member, you get Little Nightmares, Dead Rising, The King of Fighters Fighters 8? No, 13. King of Fighters 13. I hate Roman numerals. <laughs> and Breakdown for free, included in your subscription. And if you are a PlayStation Plus member in January 21, you get Greedfall on PS4 and obviously PS5 and backwards compatibility. Shadow of the Tomb Raider on PS4 and PS5 with backwards compatibility. And Maneater on PS5, which is, of course, how I've been playing it. And as Rich has pointed out in the comments, even if you do not have a PlayStation 5 and you are a PlayStation Plus user, you can log in to your account on the PlayStation app and add it to your library ready for when you do have a PlayStation 5 and you really, really should because it's a very, very good game. What are your thoughts on the lineup this month? Uh, I have to admit, uh wasn't listening to the Xbox One. The PlayStation One, pretty good. I must say it's pretty good. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider is great. Um, I really like that game when it came out and I reviewed it quite highly, I believe. Mm-hmm. An eight, um, I think. Yeah, something like that. So it's a great game. It's nothing mind blowing or incredible, but I I like the Tomb Raider series. Very Uncharted, but obviously not as good with. Um, yeah, I've like, I've always said the modern Tomb Raider series is a poor man's Uncharted, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just that Uncharted is so very good that it could only ever be. <laughs> I think it leans more towards being a game mm-hmm. than Uncharted than just a game than Uncharted does Agreed. with the whole RPG mechanics and all that kind of stuff. But obviously for uh yourself and myself we love a good narrative game yeah. characters yeah. and all this that and the other so that's why we prefer uncharted but i do really like the um the new tomb raider trilogy so shadow of the tomb raider is a good entry especially if you haven't played it yet now you can get i think they've all been on playstation plus now so get them all or 
well, if you miss the other two, I guess you're fucked. But yeah. <laughs> uh, Greedfall's apparently quite good. I've heard uh, good I things about it. Greedfall. I'll give it a go at some yeah. point. Uh, yeah, it's just a massive RPG, so I don't know when I'd sink any time into it. But <laughs> um, I added it to the list, excited to give it a go at some point. Uh, what were the Xbox ones? Or wasn't Xbox ones? had... Um, oh, my phone's gone to sleep. You'll have to bear with me while it reloads. Um, Little Nightmares, Dead Rising, The King of Fighters 13, and Breakdown. Little Nightmares is good. Little Nightmares is good. Dead Rising was good. I mean, that's the older one, so that's very old. Um, I haven't yeah, played the really other old. two, so I'm not too sure. Um, it's fine, but it's not as good a lineup as PlayStation, and that's the main no. point. And we already know what the PS5 game for February is. Yes, so. they announced that already, didn't they? So. Although, is it just a case of that's come because it comes out late? So obviously there won't be a PS5 game at launch. Sorry, at the beginning of the month, essentially. Do we think there's going to be? A PS5 game and Destruction All Stars <laughs> later in the month, or nope. just that the PS5 one will come later I in the month? I think it'll just it'll come it'll come later in the month. I would not be surprised no, if should. that's what they do. Moving on with our first proper news story and just leaning off from that. Man Eater. Well, Sony have been giving refunds to people that have bought Man Eater recently. This article comes from PlayStation Lifestyle and is written by Zermina Khan. In a rare move, Sony has apparently automatically refunded players who recently purchased a copy of Maneater after announcing that the game's PlayStation 5 version will be part of January 2021's PS Plus lineup. This was first brought to light by Reddit user Bry Wyatt, who revealed that despite the refund, the game was not removed from their library. Since they get to keep the original license, they won't lose access to the game should they choose to end their PS Plus membership. In response... Um, to the thread, and a member of other fuck's sake, a number of other users reported receiving the same automatic email from Sony. The original post is as follows: "Quote: As a subscriber of PlayStation Plus, we will refund the purchase price of this product to your PlayStation Store wallet, as this is a PlayStation Plus monthly game. This will not affect your ability to play the game, as we have not removed the game from your library." End quote. He then goes on to say in the in the post quote. I got to keep the original license uh, as I have access to both PS4 and PS5 versions. So no, if I end PS Plus, I do not lose the game. As far as the refunds go, as usual with something like this, it takes a bit of time to process. I do not have the funds back yet either and don't expect to for a little bit, especially with New Year coming up. Um, end quote. Players are understandably wondering if this is a new Sony policy, but in absence of official statement, we can't be sure. It's also unclear at the moment what the company considers a quote-unquote recent purchase in terms of time frame. Now, we had a lot to say about this in our little group chat um, in terms of the move that Sony were doing. Um, Jack, remind me, what was your position on all this? Confused. All right, yeah, it's fair. It's kind of, I can see it as a good thing, and it's very pro-consumer. I've that quite publicly said that pro-consumer isn't always a good thing. Um, people are already entitled. Why are we giving them more of a reason to be? Uh, but also, it's a big fuck you to anyone who's done had this happen to them in the past, and it will be a big fuck you to anyone who does it in the future and they decide they're not going to do it this time. Absolutely. Um... It's, it's what weird... happens? Go Sorry. On. No, go on. I was going to say, what happens to the people who pre-ordered Destruction All Stars months ago? 
Yeah, and I it comes to PS Plus at launch. I don't think that ever got discussed. Um, yeah, like what happens to those, and what happens to the people? What, what, why only Maneater, and not if you bought Greedfall the other yeah, day? Yeah, because that was the thing I was going to question. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I don't believe there's no one that bought Shadow of the Tomb Raider or Greedfall within that same kind of time period. That's very unlikely that no copies of that game sold. So it is very odd. Um, I think it's a good move in a way because, as you say, it is quite a pro-consumer thing to do. But I think it muddies the lines too much and actually is going to cause more problems down the line. And it's only really pro one very particular consumer. It's not pro every mm-hmm. other consumer. It's not pro mm-hmm. the people that bought Man Eater aren't quite in the live in the like missed out by a day of the time frame. It's not pro consumer for those that bought Shadow the Tomb Raider, as you say. It's not pro consumer for the people that bought physical copies. It's not pro consumer for anyone going forward that's not that this is probably not going to happen to and it sets a weird precedent going forward on how they're going to keep doing this is uh, is every month they're going to refund one of the games if it was bought within us i just find it a bit odd um plus yeah i find it remarkably strange yeah the other thing as well is that they get like they keep the game they've just gotten Mm -hmm. that game for free full stop like, whereas I, because I didn't buy that game beforehand, I don't, if I end my PlayStation Plus membership, I lose it. If they end their PlayStation Plus membership, they keep it and they didn't pay for it because they've been refunded. They've just gotten the game for free full stop. So there's definitely a, a weird thing there where, great, thanks for that. <laughs> you know, it, it, on what's fair and what isn't. And uh, I don't know if it's the smartest thing they've ever done. The intention's very good, no. but I don't think it's been full. Yeah, I'm wondering if, just going forward, because this is also pro. This is also anti anyone who's just on PS4. Yeah, not anti, but it's not pro them. Like, yeah, but as we said, like it clearly, it's not the PS4, and that's still their main market at the moment. Yep. Like, um, so it's just particularly strange. Um, I I don't really know what to make of it. Like, yeah. It depends who you are. Like, it doesn't affect me either way, which is why I'm just like, I don't really know. But, um, yeah, it's either a, oh, that's cool, or oh, fuck you to everyone else. Yeah, and I think it leans a little bit more towards the fuck you camp in a lot of ways at the moment, but not in a way that most people are talking about. So who knows? We're obviously completely off the mark here, but I found it really weird. But nonetheless, um, something that happened... Jack, I wonder if you saw Hello. this news story in the week. Project 007 was announced. This story comes from IGN and was written by friend of the show, Joe Scrabbles. He's not really a friend of the show, but I say it every week. Um, Hitman developer IO Interactive has announced Project 007. A new James Bond game announced in a teaser trailer today. This was from a few weeks ago, obviously. IO describes the game as, quote, a wholly original Bond story in which players will step into the shoes of the world's favorite secret agent to earn their double O status in the very first bond origin story i would just like to sidetrack and say it's not the very first bond origin story charlie hickson wrote a series of books called young bond which was the um, bond origin story um, also i'd argue that just the first james bond books were origin stories <laughs> the james bond books casino royale <laughs> yeah <Skyfall. laughs> anyway um, moving on with the article in active development um 
for which consoles and P for consoles and PC, Project 007, a working title, will be created on IO's own Glacier <coughs> engine, which was used for the recent Hitman games. It's not clear exactly what kind of project, what kind of game Project 007 will be, but given IO's history with stealth and espionage games, the studio's Hitman model seems like a potentially close fit. The point about this being the first James Bond origin story is slightly confusing, given the Casino Royale features Bond earning double O status. And there's been a series of young Bond books written by writer Charlie Higson. We've asked for clarification on that. I, I apparently have done Joe Trouble's job already. Um, <laughs> or he's done mine, <laughs> I should say. I was going to say, he did it weeks ago. So I mean, uh... It is actually legitimately his job. So... Um, the game is being made in collaboration with Bond Movie Studios, MGM, and Eon Productions. No release date or actors have been announced at the time of writing. Quote, it's true that once in a while the stars do align in our industry, said IO CEO Hakan Abrakin at a press release. Creating an original Bond game is a monumental undertaking, and I truly believe that IO Interactive, working closely with our creative partners at Eon and MGM, can deliver something extremely special for our players and communities. Our passionate team is excited to unleash their creativity into the iconic James Bond universe and craft the most ambitious game in the history of our studio, end quote. IO is recruiting for the project in both its Copenhagen and Malmo studios. Now, I just want to chime in first and say, I really like James Bond as a franchise and I have always really enjoyed James Bond games, even though they're normally a little bit shit. I've always enjoyed playing them. And I've been saying for a while I'd like to see a new James Bond game. And I'm really intrigued by this. But the only thing that pots, puts me off is the idea of them going too Hitman orientated. Because it will to me, could easily because just be Hitman in a Bond skin. Absolutely. It'll just be the same game, yet he has hair. Yeah. Um, and also, James Bond isn't stealth. No, not at all. James He's the most unstealthy secret agent. He walks in and tell every, tells everyone his name. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very unstealthy. Tells everyone his name, drives a suspiciously flash car, and sleeps with every woman he sees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hope there's a couple of those quick time events. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I, I hope I hope it's not it's really. Kind of sounds gross, but I don't think it is because it's just not Bond. Like, what's the? How in the middle of a stealth scene do you have this massive brass band going? It'll give you away. They'll hear it and turn around. <laughs> I, I don't think that sound is supposed to be diadetic, um, Jack. And I, I, I imagine, like, if they were to do it properly and, and just put the talent of making a good game from that studio into it, but don't go down the route of making a stealth game, they could do a very good job, but I'm worried that they will mm -hmm. just go stealthy secret agent, which isn't how that should be. Um, I feel like there are other studios I, pr I would prefer to see be given James Bond as a, um, as a franchise, but that's a very different conversation. I am very excited to see what they do, though, and see where it goes, because I do like James Bond, and the trailer got me all goosebumpy, because I do like James Bond. <laughs> headphones. <laughs> James Bond is just walking around with headphones in like... <laughs> Um, I like the idea of that. What, out of interest, what studio would you like to see the James Bond IP given to? Who would you like Naughty to dog. see? Yeah, Naughty Dog is absolutely who I was going to go to as well. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just a really good plot-based James Bond game. Yep, with epic set pieces and gorgeous visuals and great acting. Gorgeous. 
girls. Gorgeous girls. Absolutely. I think Naughty Dog would do a fantastic job with James Bond. Um, be just a slight bit more. It'd be a, essentially a slightly less clumsy Uncharted is what Naughty as what a Naughty Dog James Bond game would be. I think. Yeah, true. I suppose I wouldn't really want that, but I don't know. Turns me the fuck on. Our final news story this week for vaguely planned news is as follows. I'm just writing down time code. Sorry. PlayStation 5 sales numbers may be known. This story comes from Metro and is written by Michael Beckwith. Sony hasn't shared official numbers, but it's believed the PS5 managed to ship over 3 million units in its first four weeks. The PlayStation 5 has been an undeniable financial success for Sony, considering how quickly it sold out. While the company has yet to share any official sales numbers, a report from Digitimes claims that the console managed to ship 3.4 million units within the first four weeks of launch. If this report is indeed accurate, this would make another sales record broken. Sony confirmed back in October that the PS5 sold more in 12 hours than the PlayStation 4 did in 12 days on pre-orders alone, which certainly makes Digitime's claim believable. Between this and a separate report which stated that the PS5 even had the biggest console launch of all time, all signs do seem to point to the console outperforming the incredibly successful PlayStation 4, which currently holds the honour of being the second best-selling console ever. Digitimes also says that Sony is stepping up production as well, with the company intending to ship between 16.8 and 18 million units in 2021. It will achieve this with additional capacity support from Taiwan's semiconductor manufacturing company and back-end service firms now i obviously we can't really trust nor question the validity validity of this statement we do know that sony have confirmed it was their biggest console launch to date which does mm-hmm. we then know how many consoles it sold at least given we know the sales figures for the ps5 uh four what i yes. do question though is that particular number um because I know, I remember I remember from memory that the PS4 sold around, I think it was like 2 million units in its first two weeks or something like that. Um, yeah. What I'm interested in um, is the news story from a few weeks ago or a few months ago now stating that PlayStation were making reportedly 14 million units of PlayStation 5s. Um Obviously, that's not been the case if those are the numbers. <laughs> or at least not 14 million units for launch. It'll be 14 million units planned for 2021, which are now looking at increasing to 18 or so. Um, I just find some of these numbers a little bit weird. They don't make sense. And the main thing I find odd is that Sony haven't come out and actually spoken about it, which is a very un-Sony thing to do. I'm wondering what your thoughts are. Oh! I dropped the light. Sorry, hang on. I made it worse. I'll move it again in a minute. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't really know. There's no way of knowing. So, like, yeah, the, the numbers seem a bit odd. Obviously, the uh, 14 million that they were talking about was not for launch because otherwise, dear old Rich and Charlie would have one. Yeah. Uh, um, I have just found an article here from December 2013 confirming that the PlayStation 4 sold 2.1 million units in its first two weeks of launch. So it's more than that then. Yeah. Which the 3.5 or whatever it was in that article sounds, yeah, is plausible. Um, I just find that the whole weird, the whole thing about the numbers with this and that Sony have been very coy and haven't really said what it is. Um, 
and that you know doesn't add up to the 14 million things that was mentioned a few months ago it's very odd very strange and obviously getting hold of playstation 5s is now impossible there are still none available there are no accessories available some people are saying that's fault on sony you could argue that you could also argue that actually it's more just a success of sony of how successful they've been everyone's bought all the stuff they've made um but it's weird, very weird. It's very weird though that you can't get any more yet. I do remember from working in retail the PS4, although they sold a lot, you could get more quicker than this. They were more available before Christmas. Um, yeah, but you got to remember like shipping stuff and what have you has been pretty fucked. Yeah, it's been a fucked year for it. Absolutely. At the moment. So I imagine that's playing a role in even getting stuff over here you got to remember that we've also just left the eu so that's going to screw things harder if they're coming from somewhere else it in will Europe. For the uk at least yeah absolutely yeah. you are correct well there you go that's for this yay week. brexit that's this week's vaguely planned news before we move on to our topic of the show for episode 118 should we test our thing <coughs> should we test it now Go for it and see what happens. We're going to test the thing. If you're watching us live on Twitch, you may or you may not see an advert for the next 30 seconds or we'll just be here. We'll find out. <laughs> I've got a green tick. So in theory, if you are a Twitch subscriber, you're still seeing us talking. If you're an audio listener or you're watching on YouTube later, you can still hear us. But if you are not a Twitch subscriber, you're seeing an advert. Who knows? The people in the comments can update us on what's going on. Jack, what's on your end? Nothing. I'm on Discord. Oh, aren't you on Twitch to see the comments? Well, I've only got chat. Oh, I see. You've only got chat. Uh huh. Uh -huh. I'm also logged in as us. Oh, right. Okay, that doesn't help. <laughs> well, we'll give it. No, we'll give it just a moment, and I'll just see if anyone pipes up telling us what's happening. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, let us know because God knows this is a very confusing thing. This is just a test. We just wanted to see how this works. We couldn't test it while we weren't streaming. Uh, it won't do for yeah. you anyway, Rich, because you're a subscriber, so you are uh, ad reviewing. Um, I'm more than worried about uh, Spike Thomas. Uh, still see us so there you go that advert has not worked <laughs> okay. what a waste of time but thank you very much for your participation in our experiment shall we do this week's show topic Jack let's and then afterwards we can figure out why the fuck that didn't work uh, I think I know why it didn't work Twitch is shit <laughs> mm. seems, seems like the logical answer for this week's show topic on the last episode, we took a look back at 2020. For this week, we're going to take a look forward into 2021. Jack and I are going to put forward our thoughts. What big gaming news we expect to see in the coming year. 2020 saw COVID cancelling every and all the major gaming events, controversies over the biggest games of the year, and the launch of next-gen consoles. The question is, Jack, what do you think we will see happen in the next 20 months. And of course, we asked you to, and you wrote in in your ones and twos, and we'll discuss those shortly. But Jack, 2021, 2020 was a weird year for games. Obviously, everything was cancelled due to E3. Everyone was angry over The Last of Us. Cyberpunk was a clusterfuck. New consoles launched. Big studio acquisitions with Microsoft buying Bethesda. All sorts of things happened in the industry. Tell me, a few things that you expect to see this year. Much of the same. 
Um, I expect the UK and the States to still be in a state by the end of 2021 because yep. they're run by two collective morons. Only for another um, week or so in America, though. Yeah, but then they're populated by a collective moron. So yep. that was, it's, it's, it's hard to say because America seems to be doing absolutely nothing in terms of restrictions and what have you. Uh, whereas we're in full-on go-fuck-yourself mode. Mm -hmm. And even then, people are saying, you go fuck yourself and doing shit anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so I imagine, and we've just gone into Brexit, as I said, so I imagine in terms of the UK video games, there may be one or two that make it. Um, I don't think Cyberpunk is going to get fixed. I don't think uh, so E3 is going to happen. I just want to jump off that and I say I think one of the big things that's going to happen over the next few months this year is that Cyberpunk will absolutely make more headlines of not being fixed, not having a big comeback. And I think that it will get fixed to the extent where it become playable, but everyone will still be playing it going, this is incredibly underwhelming, which we did say. I just want to point out and say we, we said for years this game would be underwhelming because um, Rabbit Hole is right. But I think that's going to be a big talking point, and I expect to see lots more um, controversy coming out from CD Projekt Red. I expect Jason Schreier to have his mitts all over it and to be putting all kinds of stories out of the things going on behind the scenes with CD Projekt Red. Oh! Oh! Prediction! Jason Schreier will continue to be a bellend. Right, I said prediction, not just state the obvious. Um, okay. Oh, well, fuck you. The cyberpunk stuff will state in the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, um, ooh, you were saying, ooh. carry on. Uh, yeah, so I don't think Cyberpunk's going to get fixed. I don't think E3 is going to happen or any of these big conferences are going to happen. No, not in the don't. way we know them. Well, yeah. We're probably going to get this everyone's doing a conference over the course of four months yep. as opposed to a week, so, and it's going to fucking suck again. I do think E3 will happen, but I think E3 will happen in a virtual sense. I hope so. I just want it condensed to a small period of time again. Mm -hmm. Hopefully not. One week in the middle of June. So it's always a miserable birthday. My birthday is always spent going, oh, look how shitty three was. Yes. In theory, though, if they were to do an E3 this year, it would be a better year given the, you know, where we are in the industry in terms of new consoles are out, new things to talk about. But you are correct. It won't be. For PlayStation, it'll be better. For Xbox, they'll probably go look at all these studios we bought. They'll never release anything good day. <laughs> Bethesda will go, we've been bought by Xbox, therefore all of our stuff's been cancelled. Um, and yeah, like our game was going really well and looked good, therefore Microsoft said we can't allow that. <laughs> um, as they've done with all of their games that actually looked interesting. Uh, Halo will come out and be fine <laughs> it will be <laughs> it will be halo will exist uh, um well here's something else about forza forza will look good it will probably be good but it will be forza so nothing like groundbreaking or exciting like world revolutionary announcement or anything um ubisoft will delay things we've never even heard of um They'll also just 
Maybe, maybe they might release Rainbow Six um, Quarantine. Nope, nope, not happening. I doubt it. I doubt it. There'll be some form of DLC for Valhalla that I won't play. Just want to point out, from a marketing point of view, the last year would have been the perfect time for them to release Rainbow Six Quarantine. <laughs> to be fair, last year would have been perfect for them to just invade the entire year, but they delayed everything. To within a, they released three games within three months. I know. No, I'm really, Two months. I really want to find out more about Far Cry Six, but on the back burner it's again. I got moved, got delayed again. I think. Oh yeah, it did. Yeah. This is my point. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah, Nothing. the year will be full of delays. Absolutely, that will be the case. Um, I do think that we see Sony pipe up at some point um, and brag about what they've done. I wouldn't be surprised Absolutely. if towards the end of the year we start to see Sony being a little bit more vocal and talking about things to come, both with um, PlayStation 5 hardware stuff, perhaps even teasers as to VR and things like that, and more studio thing, um, things coming through from Sony. I do think we will see this year Microsoft attempt to make a big fuss now that they've got Bethesda under their belts, among other things. I do have a funny feeling they will attempt to make a big fuss of things and look what we've got and here are the games we're doing, but I can't see it being something that's being particularly well received. I imagine it will still be a little bit fruitless. Um, what I do think we might see this year, though, is at least talk and murmurings like more consistent ones um of of some kind of new switch or upgraded nintendo console i wouldn't be surprised if they start to pedal that along um but yeah who really knows. they also do one every year though they're, they're... well that's my point <laughs> well yeah and it's just like just release a new console as opposed to a different version of the same console mm -hmm. go away that's... I have a Switch, therefore I didn't even think about any of the other Switches they've announced, because what's the point? Mm -hmm. The new... Oh, this handheld console that will make only handheld. Or this handheld console hybrid, I should say, that will make only handheld. What was the point? Thank you for wasting my time. <laughs> um... <laughs> Unless, literally, unless it's going, we're making a Switch that is only a home console, and we now have 4K hooder goodness. Uh-huh. Which is where I think... None of that 1080 penis. Hey. Um, or 720 penis that you get on the... Um, if you're playing it handheld. <laughs> Hang on, I'm just going to press my button for that. And then, kind of sounds gross, but I don't think it is. And then, like, you can make it a bit more expensive because it's more powerful, it's more capable. And to justify that bit more expensiveness even more, because you won't be able to use like Joy Cons and shit, you could include the Pro Controller. Mm -hmm. That could be the controller that comes with it. This I may consider because some of the uh, some of the Nintendo games like whack Mario Party up to 4K HDR. That is going to look... Absolutely. But, yeah. And all that jazz. All that Fair enough. Jazz. You also wrote in as we asked to tell us what things you expect to see this year or would like to see this year because some of you went down that route. And we're going to read through them and we're going to put forward our thoughts on your opinions. Rich Hill 
wrote in with a few things that he expects to see this year. First one is Cyberpunk will still have issues when the upgrade for current consoles is released. Yeah, probably. If it's released. Bang on. <laughs> what? I said if it's released. If it's released. <laughs> yeah, that's also true. Uh, he also said Nintendo announced upgrade to Switch and fix the bloody Joy-Cons. Uh, I do not think they'll fix the Joy-Cons, but I've already said my thoughts on the Nintendo thing. Um, Ubisoft would announce that after great sales and such a positive reception, there'll be either a sequel to Immortals Phoenix Rising or at least more content. It's a very Ubisoft thing to do that. So I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think there'll be... It's too soon for a sequel announcement because uh, recently they've learned their lesson about coming straight out the bat and announcing another one's coming. Yeah. And the next one will be years off. I also don't know how great the sales have actually been. The reception's been really good. Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't know how great the sales have actually been. And I'm pretty sure there's already a season pass. So we know content is coming. But I do agree we will see the announcements of what said content will be. Um, Nintendo announced Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 will be out for holidays this year. And there will also be a nah. Zelda remake. Not sure which one, but maybe Ocarina. I think a Zelda remake is a given. I don't think a Zelda sequel. There's one all the time. I don't think we'll get it this year, but there'll be an announcement this year yeah. of some form of remake hopefully not ocarina again um, just because fuck yeah and then these last ones here i think is where rich loses his way where he says halo infinite will actually be good and he will finally get his hands on the playstation 5 uh lost it mate uh <laughs> halo infinite will exist as i said and uh hopefully you can get your hands on a ps5 but but do not bet the life of your loved ones on it <laughs> Um, who else do we have right in? So Sam Thomas wrote in saying, I'm just hoping Fable doesn't take too long. Now, when I read this, I'd forgotten that Fable had been announced. It's one of the things I actually remember about Xbox, because I was like, holy shit, they announced something. They announced something that was good. Yeah. And that I would actually kind of be interested in, because I, I really I like Fable. Because they, they announced it with that CG trailer, didn't they? Um Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Fable not take. I think it's a long way off. Would be my guess. I yeah. Uh, I think it's way off. I think we'll see more of it. Yeah. This sure. year, of course we will. Um, but I twenty twenty three at this point probably. Yeah, I, I think a long way off with a few delays in between. Um, is probably what will happen with Fable. Uh, and then Lizzie went off on one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> started with um, a brand new franchise from Naughty Dog. Not sure what kind of thing, what do you reckon, boys? Now, I think we do see Naughty Dog this year, and I think we see Naughty Dog in two forms. First of all, I think... Last of Us multiplayer. We see The Last of Us multiplayer, which I think will release this year, and I have a funny feeling will be either a standalone expansion that's free or a free upgrade, or like a free download if you already own the game, much like Legends was. I think they've already said it's just going to be a... Side expand like a standalone thing. I, well, they've said it'll be a standalone thing, like that's if they're doing their own project on it as opposed to it being part of The Last of Us Part Two. But there's been no talk I, of a, how it'll be. I very much, on. yeah, I very much took that as it'll be its own thing. Yeah, that's how I took that. But then Sony have been, you know, trying things this year, and with how they did the Ghost of Tsushima expansion, the multiplayer, I wouldn't be surprised if they go down that route where it's just kind of it's free if you have the game. Yeah, um, I don't know why they just feel like different things. Mm -hmm. Like for for one, I reckon the multiplayer for Ghost was done. Yep. Before 
it came and it was just a case of they they planned this they wanted people to experience the single player thing so they just delayed it and put it in as an update whereas factions seem like its own thing to the point where it has its own title for yep. one it's called, um, we believe anyway what they refer to it as yeah. factions um but it just feel i don't know what it is because we have no evidence or n- nothing but it just feels bigger and more standalone than the Ghost of Tsushima stuff. I, th- I think and that's more the internet hype that's come around it. Because remember, there's actually been no know. official announcements about this. The only thing that happened... No, no, that's what, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's why it's it's strange to me that it does feel bigger, but it does feel bigger. Yeah. Um, and not because of hype. I haven't seen anyone mention it at all since The Last of Us launched. The only time I ever hear about it is when you speak about it. Yeah, it is only a topic that comes up around The Last of Us, but when it does come up in that conversation, there is always this kind of like, oh, the multiplayer mode, factions. You know, factions is going to be this thing. Um, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I don't see any of that, and I still think... It, I, don't, I don't know. I could be entirely wrong, but for me, it just feels like it would be a standalone no, that's thing. that's fair. That's fair. It's a very Sony and a very Naughty Dog move. Mm. either which way i do expect that to turn up this year but i also expect naughty dog to turn up this year and tell us what their main next game is because that's the mm-hmm. pattern for naughty dog at the moment yep. um the last of us one released in 2013 and later that year they announced the uncharted 4 uncharted 4 released in 2016 later that year they announced last of us part two last of us part two has just come out i would not be surprised if we see the announcement whatever they're doing next very soon i think the only reason we've not seen the announcement of what they're doing next is because it would muddy the water with the other big sony announcements of god of war horizon and all that kind of stuff but i do think that's a prediction god of war ain't fucking happening this year i can tell you that much <laughs> no it is not we will see more of it but it will not happen this year absolutely i don't even think horizons this year I think I think Horizon will be. I think we will get Horizon this year. I think that will happen. I think it will be. I think it will be pushed. It'll be pushed, but I think it'll still be this year because I think Horizon was going to be much earlier in the year. God of War later. I think Horizon will get pushed to the rear end of the year, and then God of War will become sort of that um, spot in twenty twenty two. Ratchet so. seems to be taking the early in the year spot. Ratchet and always... will be taking the, the 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 early in the year slot exactly, which is why I think. So if you think the way they normally do it, you normally get an early year, mid year, end of year. So I think it will be pushed back that kind of... Because Ratchet isn't their mainline franchise. It's just not. It's not their Horizon. It's not their God of War. It's not their Spider-Man. No, it's not. But even when they do Ratchet, and last time they did Ratchet, it was still part of the the slot. And Detroit had its slot as well, which isn't a main thing. But But if you think 2018, 2018 had Spider-Man, Detroit, and God of War, among many other exclusives. So No, no, I know. I know. Um, so I do think Ratchet, but I don't know. It just seems we because we've got nothing and it's supposedly this year, it just doesn't feel like it's anywhere near here. I, th- I think the main point here is that because of the way the industry has been for such a long time, we are more expecting the idea of games to just be delayed indefinitely than to be able to accurately try and predict a release schedule. Like yeah. we're more inclined to do that than we're, a few years ago, even you and I would be sat here predicting release schedules. And we did, we would sit there and talk about the way the games are released in previous years and predict a release schedule for it. And then now the attitude of the industry seems to be delay everything all the time because of problems that we've gotten into before and we won't get into again. Um, which now leaves us in that point where we do try and do that. We can't. And you end up just thinking towards, ah, it will come out when it comes out. It will just get fucking moved around. Who knows? I bet they don't even know, which is really depressing. And I hope we see a fix for that within the industry soon. 
To be fair, though, at least we're in the year it's supposed to be coming out now. And we don't have a release date. Yeah, that's true. We haven't just jumped the gun massively early. It's going to come out then. and just That happens no. a lot, though, with Sony. Sony often do, like, we don't get a release date until shortly before. Even God of War, first one, we didn't get that's a true. release date until a few months before. That's a very Sony move. Um, I just want to take a side note from the podcast and say I've just learned, now I've played the lower third, that playing the lower third is what's making my camera go laggy. And this will be since OBS is updated and I have to use a different video input. So that's a problem. That's a big problem. It is a bit, isn't it? I don't know what we're going to do about that. I'll do some Googling on that one. That's very irritating. God, I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> 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 and this is the last episode of press star thank you very much <laughs> but there you go thank you for writing in with your inputs and your thoughts jack we have one more segment to go over this week before we end this episode which is hard mode and hard mode for those of you who are new here is when Jack and I put forward the things happening in the video games industry, which are exciting us and are indeed making us hard, which is the pun. Sometimes we are not excited and we have impotent mode, but this week, however, we're going to do a little bit different and hard mode this week is all going to be about rabbit hole media 2021. What we have planned for you and what we're going to be doing over the next 12 months, at least Jack. Hello. Over to you. I would like you to tell me something exciting about Rabbit Hole Media 2021 that gets you into hard mode. Many things, providing that the world doesn't end, which is highly probable at this point in time. But we are doing a much, much stronger focus here on Twitch. Or if you're watching this later, over on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much everything we do will be focused around something we can do live with you beautiful people which i think we've wanted to do for a while so it'll be it'll be it'll be good we also actually have a plan for things like admit one they have mm -hmm. a structure they will return Absolutely. in a way that we can actually do it Absolutely. I think just to peek back up what you're saying there is every year we try and put forward how we're going to do shows better. And this year we've decided what we need to do is, well, no, what every year we put forward is how more shows we can do, more content we can do. This year we're going to put forward how can we do that content better? Instead of trying to do more, how do we do it better? And we figured out that way we do that better is to do it live with people like yourselves watching. So Press Start will continue every Sunday and it'll always be live on Twitch in the same way it has been for the last year. It will then go live on a Monday morning on YouTube and podcast services, including now Spotify, Google, Amazon, iTunes, all your major podcast services, no matter where you choose to listen to an audio podcast. If you miss us live, you can get us the next day for free. Of course, if you subscribe on Twitch, as I said, you will get benefits. You get Twitch subscriber streams. You will get your emotes. You will get your badges you will get access to videos and all that kind of stuff. So there are benefits there from doing that. And as Jack said as well, Admit One will make a return. Um, <laughs> Hannah says Admit One, we may better by actually doing it. And that's exactly our point, Hannah. We will actually be doing it. It won't be the same way it was when we started. It won't be the way we tried to reboot it. But the way we've got it now, I think, is the best we're going to have it. So that's very exciting indeed and again we'll all be streamed on Twitch along with gameplay streams twice a week with myself, Jack and 
The other exciting thing for Rabbit Hole 2021, Jack, which is? We've got two new people sucked into the, the hellscape that is the Rabbit Hole Media. Yeah, two new people. Woo! We've conned them. We're not paying them. <laughs> Slave labor, everybody. <laughs> so you would have seen on the channel from time to time over the past few months, and you will be seeing them in the live Twitch chat all the time you are here. Benny H81 and Happy Accident 91. Um, Rich and Charlie, who are our two new faces here at Rabbit Hole, joining us for more of the shows. They'll be on Press Start from time to time. They'll be on Admit One. They'll be on the gaming streams. And they may be doing other things of us soon as well. <laughs> Don't talk about that on the Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, look forward However, to However, it was never in writing, Richard. <laughs> Look forward to seeing them on more shows, involved in more content on the socials and everything else. And remember to find us and follow us on socials and things like that too to stay up to date with what's going on. Um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm really, uh, with every plan we've always, every year we put together, like how are we going to make this a little bit better? What else can we do? How can we improve? How can we grow? And I think this year is the best plan we've got so far. If anything, I think having the support of two extra bodies that are willing to get involved, be committed, give us interesting different insights on things deal with other sides of doing this that we don't really understand and aren't particularly good at charlie for example has been doing a fantastic job with socials and getting the podcast services which i've not been able to work the fuck out in two and a half years like i can see how things could improve for us very quickly and how we can provide more better content for the lovely people watching us jack what about you how how are you feeling i'm feeling good i'm feeling good it's all going to be good. Yep. I like the idea of having people that aren't just us because we are very similar when it comes to our opinions and our thoughts and our predictions and yeah, what have we, you. We, we're we often, pretty much think the same way. Yeah, we're often on the same wavelength. Very rarely do we disagree on something. Ha yeah, and, and then that leading to discussion and yeah. what have you. It's kind of just like, what do you think of this? Blah, blah, blah. Same. Cool. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, it be nice to do that. As you say... Charlie's been smashing it out with loads of the stuff that we, we looked at for maybe 10 minutes Thought <laughs> this is hard and walked away. Charlie's actually bothered to get it done, which is good, which is good. As Rich says, he's bringing the old man vibes, censoring us wearing and all that fucking shit. Um, <laughs> Load of fucking wank. Big old <laughs> um, nah, it'll be good. It'll be good. And, and as you say, just like being able to, not spread ourselves so goddamn thin yeah. to the point where every week it's how are you slippy yeah well yeah it got to the point where it was almost we were so stretched it was doing something this was becoming in many ways a chore you know and realistically we're only doing it at the moment for the fun there's no other benefits from it there is no financial gain despite my begging there is <laughs> yeah, it, it is because we enjoy doing it but be able to do that even in an even better degree is going to be even more enjoyable so i'm really looking forward to rabbit hole 2021 and i've enjoyed the first week so far with that in mind this has been press start your weekly video game podcast right here on rabbit hole media if you like what you've been doing and what you've been doing is watching us you can follow us on twitter at rabbit hole underscore uk you can subscribe to us on youtube where you can see us anytime you wish you can follow us on twitch at rabbit hole media and you can subscribe and follow on multiple different podcast services on and around the internet indeed and 
You can now follow us on Instagram at rabbitholemedia underscore UK for all of the behind the scenes tits and bits. If you would like to support us, you can head to merch.rabbitholemedia.co.uk where you can buy a wide range of merchandise that will only get wider. And finally, if you are watching us live on Twitch and are an Amazon Prime member, you get one free Twitch Prime membership a month. Please find it within your hearts to give that free membership to us. It will not cost you a penny, but will go a very long way in helping us bring you the shows that you love worth mentioning the twitch schedule this week tuesday catches at 8 p.m playing more games thursday catches at 10 p.m playing even more games saturday catches at 8 p.m for a one division at mit one double bill where jack and rich will be taking a deep dive into the first episode of one division and then me and you for episode two yeah, it's me and you. Yeah, me and two. you straight afterwards taking a dive into One Division episode two, and then back on Sunday for Press Start, your weekly video game podcast right here on Rabbit Hole Media. Jack, before we go today, I just want to thank you for joining me again this year and for joining me remotely. It's a shame we're not in the studio together. It is a shame. It is. It is. There's a there's a special vibe that comes with. Um, being we, in the studio, I think it must just be the the handies under the table probably, that do it. But we we, uh, we made it one day. <laughs> we got one day where we we got one day in, and it was carnage. Yeah. And that you can video, expect that video Wednesday. That video, we expect it Wednesday. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but you know, it is a shame. It is a shame we're not in the room. But that's the other thing I just want to point out is that everything we planned this year, we planned with this in mind. Mm-hmm. we've planned to take into account that unfortunately because of the state of the world because it is not safe to breathe the air outside at the moment we <laughs> might have to do things from home and we will probably be doing things from our own homes for some time sadly however as soon as we can as soon as we can safely we're we'll back in the same room together we're doing more content from the same room we'll have the other two boys in the studio with us from time to time as well I'm really excited like the, the day I look forward to the day I look forward to is when I am sat over there off camera and Charlie is sat here, Rich is sat here hosting an episode of Press, Press Start. That day excites me. I love the idea of doing something different like that one day. You can be here too. You can be sat next to me over there giving me a handy un- underneath that table. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> There's time. no need for tables when we're not on camera. <laughs> but it is very, very exciting. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you all for watching. And until next time, we shall see you then. Ta da.